Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 91 of the Talking With A Dad podcast this evening. Got some exciting, fun topics that uh, Steve's really going to be engaged with and I might fall asleep with. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get going, Stevie. How are you this evening, my friend? I'm doing good with an opening like that. You know, you just set the tone and the energy for the evening. There's no way that anyone could stay awake. At this point. I, I agree. I agree. We're all going to cuddle up, take a nap separately. Separately, of course, six feet apart. Uh, get your own fucking blanket. I'm not giving any out. Um, Share a blanket, man. Nope. There's nothing wrong with sharing a blanket. Yes, there is. You just, you know, just you got, you got to be. What, what blanket do you know is six foot wide? Actually, like eight foot wide. You got to have like enough, you know? I have a king size bed king size bed so all my blankets match that and there there there's more than enough space how wide is a king size bed <laughs> check it out all right so i'm going to look up how wide it's 76 inches wide it's not that it's that's not that's not eight foot you know that's uh that's not eight foot wide it's it's not big enough it's not big enough Realistically, a king size bed needs to be ninety feet wide, ninety feet, because I'm brain dead and can't actually think of the think of words right now. Uh, yeah, well, Steve left me. This is awkward. This is a very good beginning to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got some fun topics tonight. We're going to talk about outriders. Uh, Steve's going to bore us with some political opinions. Um, Anthem here's the thing, right? Has been has been forcibly suicided. I'm not going to bore you with any political opinions. I'm just going to present what's going on in the political space. What your own opinion of it is, that's entirely up to you. Now, if your intellect is low enough where you're not just completely captivated by what's going on in this country, there's nothing that your uncle Steve can do for you. Well, I mean that is that is factually correct, <laughs> in in every aspect. Uh, it's 76 inches wide. 76 inches wide. More than enough space. What? How big is your current bed? What do you have? Uh, I have a California queen. queen there. I have a queen. More than enough blanket to share in a disaster. You know, a disaster situation. You got enough space there. But it's, Don't be it, a blanket. It's six hog. foot three wide. That's not enough blanket for you to stay six feet apart, so you're socially distanced. Yeah, but anyone you're you know you're sharing a blanket with or a bed with at this point. It's someone you want to share it with. And I'm assuming it's the worst case scenario. So six feet between you is probably the last thing you need to worry about. If you're in a scenario where you're sharing a blanket today outside of your house, outside of a romantic situation, it's kind of like that video you sent me in IG. Don't worry about it. right? <laughs> like if you're outside. <laughs> How many of those were true for you? All of them, I assume. See, the only way that would be true for me is if the, I was under the, you know, if I had the worldview that I was worried about the vaccine. No, that's I'd fair. Say, but no, but like how yeah. many of those, do you ever been to Coney Island? Once. Which all you ever need to be, right? You yeah. don't have to go any more times than that. <laughs> I've never been to any of those beaches. So here's a fun fact. Never been to the beach as as long as I can recall in New York, like New York City, Coney Island. That There's type no stuff. reason to, to go. I went, uh, when I lived in New Rochelle. We went to a beach that's in a like near that area, Santana and I. But yeah, no reason to go New see York great dead water. Right, New York is not a beach spot. Yeah, it, it's and it's, if you you really want to see some shitty beaches, go to Chicago, which is really a lake. But yeah, it's not a lake; it's not an ocean. <laughs> no, and uh, no disrespect to my uh, my Midwestern friends from the shy over there with your your onions and your hot dogs, but uh, that's that just, beach that's just fire. It is. It is. No, listen, but Boston also on does the that list. too, right? 
yes also on the list though you eat hot dogs anywhere in the city near grand central chicago la you eating burritos on the street don't worry about the vaccine you go ahead and take that no problem <laughs> it's true you're though. good it's true. <laughs> you're good you know you've been made ready yeah you're ready, like for sure. you're ready <laughs> but to, to answer the question they were all i was like yeah this is all logical stuff here yeah, yeah. i've written if you've written the subway don't worry about the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> plenty of times plenty of times in many different in many different places see you're ready as the kids say my body ready <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready for the vaccine taxis oh yeah taxis, taxis are the worst. worst old school taxis with the leather <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all been thrown the, up on the seven train. Have you been to the Met Stadium, oh, City Field? Don't worry about the vaccine. You've not, you've not, fan? you've not been to City Field. Yes, I have. Shea Stadium, maybe. I've been to City. You've been to City too? Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, I've been. I've been there. I get a lot of free tickets to baseball. I used to back in the day. City's, like, oh. City's a nice stadium. Yeah, but it's still in Queens, bro. And it's in a, a and it's in the hard part of Queens too. That's the part of Queens that they shut off the the water to, right? Because they want all those fucking people to move out of there. Oh, did they do that? I, I thought think that's they when they did were that. Met, yeah, I thought, they, uh, I thought that happened when they were trying to build the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> they did that there too. I think. Yeah, um, it's common common practice. Common I've, practice. I've been to the Garden quite a few times. Yep. Obviously, Oof. eating in that steak restaurant underneath the Garden. No. Nope. You're ready. For, you're ready for the vaccine. Use the bathroom in any of part of Madison Square Garden or Penn Station. You're good. There's nothing on this. <laughs> I've used the bathroom in the garden a few times. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's that one bathroom in Penn Station that I love watching tourists go into, and I, I always want to warn them. It's right next to where the the Amtrak, uh, you know, way station is, uh, where the waiting yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Which is also notorious because there's always a cop scurrying away some poor uh, homeless person like, you can't come in here. <laughs> and then they go right to the bathroom and there's some guy from Ohio like, oh, man, I'm going to go see a game and a play. And the homeless guy's like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, this is, this is complete madness, man. I, I had to step away for a second. I meant to ask you our you know, customary question. How you doing, big guy? How's the world treating you? Oh, it's wonderful. It's great. <laughs> That was a real change. That's some real growth for you. Usually the answer is brutal. Brutal, Steve. The world is treating me brutally. <laughs> Everything is bad. I like this, Zach. What else is going on with you? Yeah, you know me. I'm just out there living life uh, one quarter mile at a time. Hey, great reference from a great film. <laughs> Should have won an award. Vin Diesel's The original Fast and Furious is very good. Everything after that is questionable. Well, hold on. Everything after like two is questionable. You listen to me, Tokyo Drift, Sundance material. I don't think you really get the cer the cerebral dialogue and plot in Tokyo Drift. Is the problem? The, the beginning of Tokyo Drift <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Where the kid is in the fucking uh, in his beater car with like a Viper engine, or no, with like a like an LS probably, and the other guys in the in his dad's Viper, and they race, and they're at the hospital at the end, and and because uh, they're racing for the girlfriend or whatever, and he smiles at her, and his teeth is just full of blood. It's, Dude, isn't it's that sexist? Comedy. Is that sexist? The race for a woman? She like, offered she it. Oh, okay. So right, she consented to be raced for. Little bow wows in that movie. 
Lil Bow Wow as Shane corrected me. Correct. Sorry, I said it right. Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Sorry, everything after Tokyo Drift is bad. I thought it was one Tokyo Drift two, but it's one two Tokyo Drift. Uh, Lil Bow Wow's got a new album coming out. I don't know if you've heard the controversy Didn't care. around this. Don't care. He's no interest. He's making, a, he's making an album. Hold on, hold on. Is Let it UK drill up. rap? No, he's making an album. That was good though. He's he's making an album where he's going to basically out every woman he's ever slept with in the industry rapper or otherwise why <laughs> imagine it's a short album because i was like hey three names all right gotta go boys boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> all right time for me to pack it up and hang it up all right Kanye, get the car we're out of here bitch. <laughs> so if, if, if we're gonna kick it off for what's probably going to be a very, 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 very just a brutal show. A brutal show. Not for us. We get along great. But it's going to be a brutal show for a couple of different reasons. It's not going to be a brutal show for the fans. It's going to be a brutal show for... <laughs> I got to start with Anthem. I, I want to start right there with Anthem. Okay. I want to get the hard stuff out the way first, this ladies and gentlemen. This is the easiest one. This is, this is the easiest one. If we were at prom and Anthem was a girl... The principal would make Anthem wait outside because of her reputation. That's how easy this one's going to be. Because this is a sad, sad thing. Man. <laughs> this is a very, very sad thing. So once upon a time, a game named Anthem came out and uh, captivated us with its uh, mechanics no, it and flight. No, it didn't, it didn't captivate, captivate, it captivate anybody. It, it, oh, no, it did. It had a lot of hype around it when it was first coming out. It, not you. It not died you. faster than any game has ever died ever. No, 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 no. When it was coming out, not when it was released. And leading up to the presentations, everything, people were just like, oh, man, this is this is going to be good. It looked like it was going to be beautiful. It. I, I have to admit, I remember watching it and just seeing the trailers. I'm like, wow, I've never gotten to play a real Iron Man game before. I imagine that's what it would be like to fly with Iron Man in a game. Fast forward two weeks after the release date. I believe one guy tweeted famously at Anthem, I will never get this time back. I can't even get a refund. I'll never forgive you for this. <laughs> My buddy who bought the game, the Ultimate Edition on PlayStation, that's like all the bells and whistles, right? Got it early, got all the skins, everything that comes with one of those Ultimate bundles. Literally texted me when I asked him how's he, how he's liking the game. He's like, shh. Shit, and word. I guess I'm just gonna have to grow with the growing pains right now. <laughs> like, and it's been as you know, it's been trending that way since. Down. Every once in a while, it's been trending down. 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 Yeah. Every once in a while, Zach and I were uh, when we first started the show, we would check in on Anthem, see how it was doing, and it was like I imagine what it would look like if you opened the gates of hell and you look in there and see people burning. That's what Anthem <laughs> looked like to me, and it's finally reached its uh its bathtub playing uh depeche mode or any defranco or any other depressing music you can think of and it's literally about to drop a toaster in the water with itself anthem is officially dead yeah they, they closed the development of the the big update the anthem 2.0 uh from yeah. bioware bioware is obviously famous for making the the mass effect games dragon age uh star wars the old republic um here's the issue with anthem right anthem wanted to compete with destiny Right. Because they saw a hole where Destiny releases as a game with lacking content, right? So they right. see this hole and then release a game with even less content than Destiny had. And then it was bugged to death off the start. Um, yes. Yeah, it was It was a really, really bad launch. 
really yes. really bad few months after launch and then no updates no updates nothing anthem was dead from the start anthem was a, is a very good example of a failure to launch yeah it, it just never went anywhere i don't know how much money it made at the end of the day there's probably nine people playing it right now and th when the servers get shut down they're not gonna be able to play together anymore it's gonna be sad for them but who cares so that it's funny that you say that because one of the parts of the announcement <laughs> bioware is like you know what we're not you know we're canning anthem 2.0 or anthem next whatever it was the uh the code yeah. name that they had come up with but they're like but here's the, the good news right all you guys are fired but for you fans you can continue to play with each other there won't be any updates there won't be any more drops anything like that game won't get any support but you guys can still play with each other if you want to and yeah it's, like, it's easy to leave servers on for a while right you've already paid for them yeah. and you've already established that infrastructure uh it looks like it sold less less than six million copies total um which is a, it's just a failure <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty severe failure for a triple a game uh, especially from a company as uh as renowned as bioware has been it's it's yeah. brutal it's it's brutal man i feel so bad for the developers to have they were working a lot on what they were what they were working for for the anthem 2.0 whatever it was going to be um did, did you have your headphones on backwards no i was charging them so i have to have the cord over on that side i just flipped them to the correct side so yes i did have them on backwards but i did it intentionally so it doesn't count i've lost my entire train of thought that <laughs> You were talking about Anthem. You were talking about the Anthem. Fucking sucks, and I, I don't know what else to say. You had your headphones on backwards, and I'm so confused. You know what the worst part about this whole scenario? Actually, one of the worst things about this entire scenario uh -huh. in regards to Anthem and the devs, man, is uh, the game had so much potential conceptually, right? It had so much potential to be something that people were going to enjoy and play. But it was Steve is a psychopath. This is very true. Uh, but they went nowhere with it, man. Now, there was a brief moment when people came back to play. Nothing that I could quantify with any statistics, but I remember there was like a buzz on Twitter for a second. And it was around the Halloween uh, <laughs> gameplay where they basically just, you know, had a bunch of ghoulish effects in the game and they put some good drops in there and they added a new boss for everyone. And I think that was the height of it when people really started to feel like, oh man, there's a chance. Because like any game, any game like this, there are some people that really, really love Anthem. Like, there are some people that actually really enjoy the gameplay and had a good time playing it. Leveling up their characters, that part was fun. I never made it to the end of the game. I'm just short of completing it, and I was just like, this is pointless. It's not going anywhere, but it is a dead duck, as they say. Yeah, it's dead in the water. I feel bad for Bioware. They spent a lot of time and a lot of uh, resources on developing the update for it and, and trying to move forward with Anthem as a, as a whole and um got shut down so rip anthem uh a game that never really was really i wish i could have got you just to play one time no. dude. like the, the weirdest thing about anthem was you would just load in and be forced to play with other people right like There's tons of just games like that yeah but this was just it was really awkward man like you just load in there and you're about to jump into a mission. I'm in a story mission. And I'm like, all right, so I got to go find these things. Bring this thing back mm -hmm. to this guy. Who the F is this guy? And this guy's trying to get my attention. That's normal in multiplayer game now. It's It was a horrible experience. Did not enjoy it. Did not enjoy it. I want to be able to choose whether or not I want to play with people, especially in story mode. I don't want to be forced in a very elevator-like situation where I have to play with this guy. And I'm like, 
I guess we're going the same way, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this together. No, I don't want your friend invitation. Please stop talking. <laughs> stop <my> talking. <laughs> yeah, lots of games are like that now. Um, yeah, not interested. Kind of uh, never was interested. Uh, to be fair, that that genre, uh, Destiny, and and them, never interested mm-hmm. in either of them. To to be fair, yeah. uh, I've played very little Destiny two. Not not a fan. Um, can't really get into it. So you know, I guess that uh, that hero shooter genre. I don't even know what to call it. Hero MMO shooter. It's not my. Is that's not my scene. That that's just not it. Liked Overwatch a bit. That's a hero shooter. Um, but yeah, not I watched it. A, watched a documentary about uh, Destiny, or I should say, I watched a YouTuber who made a two-hour video about Destiny, just kind of chronicling the Destiny One, Destiny Two, and the all that stuff and all the controversy there. And I think the one thing that he said that about Destiny is the same thing that people said about Anthem. They were really hoping that it was going to be their MMO slash looter shooter game. And there's people are still waiting for that. Actually, people have the same expectation of Outriders. And uh, I don't know if it's going to meet those expectations. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not going to take No one has ever away. done a shooter MMO well. Um, right. And I, I still, to this day, will say that I don't think it'll ever be done well. Um, in the in the true aspect of what an MMO is, it just takes shooting mechanics and and the way that your character moves in a shooter and, and the way that it feels is is too much to put within a within an MMO universe. It, it's just too much. No. What was that one game that uh, the Daft plays so much? I I played it for a little while. Warframe. Like, yeah. Now that game. It's it's not an MMO though. It's, no, but it's that game was so much fun. Up until the point where I was like, up until the point where I realized, like, oh, this is like Pac-Man. This thing has no end. It does. <laughs> like I see these, I see these god tier like characters. A lot of fun. It sucks, man, because the story behind Anthem. You know, I'm a story guy, man. That mm-hmm. was really, really good. Like the concept. You know, there was a lot of people probably freaking out, like, whoa, that thing had a script. Yeah, actually, uh, there was a point to the game. You and your javelin friends were supposed to be running around restoring the natural order of things. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it, I, I just, I don't, I'm sorry, folks. I'm, I'm choking up here. I'm trying to figure out what that last moment in that meeting was. Like, was there a, a dev that was like, but we, we can, we can fix this. We can do better. And they're like, no. No, I, I don't, I don't think we can. <clears throat> you know, you have to think about it from from a money standpoint, right? That's a lot of money into a game that's not going to sell, you know, a hundred thousand, a hundred million copies, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. If Grand Theft Auto Five sold a million copies off the start, which it didn't, it broke every record ever, right? And they're like, okay, we need to do these three things, and we're going to sell more. It's like, okay, we could spend the money to do that because it's 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 a known quantified series right and people have yeah. love for this series and it was the first is it was a brand new ip right you can't like people don't have attachment to the anthem name the way that people have an attachment to call of duty battlefield um you know grand theft auto is a good example you know so you can't base yourself off of that attachment to a name and say hey hang on six months it's going to be good same thing cyberpunk has to do right it's going right. to be good just Give us some time, right? You can't do that with a new IP. You have to wow people off the start and form that love and then move forward. And uh, they kind of just disappointed everybody. (laughs) They were like a stepdad that stepped into the scenario and 
just failed right out the gate, man. And it was just never got his, it never got his wings back. But that's it for them, man. Uh, if you have any feelings about this, if you gave a shit about Anthem, I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts. Comment on this video if this is something that actually saddens you. If and, and don't, I'm not making fun of you. If you're in the minority, you definitely are. Just let us know what your experience was playing Anthem. If you beat the game all the way through, you're running missions with your buddies. I want to hear about that stuff. How do you feel about this game not being anymore? Now, I'm going to say something that is very hypocritical. Better Anthem than Avengers. Because I just need that that Black Panther DLC and that Spider-Man DLC. I don't care what happens to that game. After you're not going to get the Spider-Man DLC. I am. I have it on a PlayStation. Oh, right. Because you buy three copies of every game. Two. Two copies. Gross. <laughs> one for my son, one for me, and I benefit from both. Leveled up all the characters. We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are ready to go. Speaking of ready to go, so in regards to Outriders, right? True. I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna say this, man. I know there's probably less than zero chance of you actually playing a game. Maybe if I catch you on the right day, but my experience thus far with the demo, first of all, this is kudos to these guys for doing this man they were like we're not putting an expiration date on the demo it's going to be you know you can have it for as long as you want to it's 25 gigs you get four different classes to max out you know through the demo obviously you have the the most tedious part thus far has been playing that opening mission that 15 minute video that you clicked off that was by far is it not skippable no, so you have to. You can skip through the cutscenes, but you literally have to play these missions because it's the story before the actual story. So it's the uh, the prelude before sure. yeah, before you actually get into it. Right off the bat, they acknowledge a few things. The developers and people who are playing the game. There's a lot of motion blur. I, apparently, everyone's you can't turn motion blur off. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely not playing it. Yeah, not in the demo. It's something they're gonna address in the game. But not in the have demo. A motion blur setting? No. Yeah, yeah there's a zero percent chance I, I play the game then. Yeah. And then I guess the uh the other issue that people were having, the biggest complaint was the motion blur and the opening. Now the other detractors are that people wish there would have been more playable classes, but you know, to that I say, remember you got this for free and it's a demo. Like how much of the game did yeah. you want them to to leak out? But once I got past that that beginning part, man, and that opening story, and I got into some actual missions with the game. I've actually been having a really, really good time with it. Uh, I am probably not the Lippman's test you want to, you know, go to in this type of stuff. Like I'm just playing as someone who enjoys it. But I will say that leveling up has been worth it. What level are you, you right know? now? I'm at level four, oh, and so that's you're only you're not even leveled yet. No, that's only at uh, at two missions. I've done a couple of side missions. Had some had a great time. I'm enjoying the story. The guns are a lot of fun. And most importantly, the superpowers are actually a lot of fun. I could see how it would get repetitive really quickly, especially in the uh, the demo mode. Visually, motion blur aside, man, there are some scenes where I'm just like, wow, this is actually uh, pretty cool. Now, the customization for your character's physical looks reminds me of Ghost Recon Breakpoint because I realized that my character looks almost exactly like this, the same character in Ghost, uh, Ghost Recon. I think it's also the same voice actor, very generic voice acting for the uh, the playable character. Everything else is great. It reminds me of a, a very old school sci-fi film, though, and it has that feel to it. A little bit of aliens mixed with some starship troopers. It's actually, I just, I'm surprised. I just don't like that the menu system looks exactly like 
Like Destiny. Like Destiny. Um, yeah. I'm watching someone play it on Twitch right now. It was a little bit farther in than that video that I watched earlier. I, mm -hmm. I can't get a feel for the game by watching it. I, I don't know. I think yeah. I've lost that touch. I used to be able to do that pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. There is a lot of motion blur. Uh, yeah. That's all that I'm noticing now that you said that, and you can't turn that off. It, it's it's a tragedy. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't. The even the animation and the way that the character runs is uh, is fairly strange. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about the game. I, I I would have to play it to really get a good feel for it. If there is no setting for motion blur, there is no chance that I actually download the demo and try it. Um, yeah. Motion Blur will make me sick to my stomach. I turn it off in every game ever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Looks neat. It's a third. It's a third-person looter shooter, right? It's right up my alley right. for shit that I would like to play. Uh, yeah. What is it on? Is it on Steam or is it on? Oh, uh, it's on Steam. I I think there's another client you can download it from. Epic. <clears throat> it's it's strange, man. Because I was watching someone. Not strange. Uh, it's interesting. I was watching someone play it on PlayStation Five today. And this guy is usually a really harsh critic in regards to these type of games. And he had some negative things to say. But in regards to the actual gameplay, I think it's caught a lot of people off guard that it's not as, what's the word I'm looking for? Shitty, as you would probably expect, right? Like, I fully expected to walk into this game and just go, all right, well, at least they let the demo out so I can just know that I'm not wasting the money on this game. But it's a lot of fun, man. The only only issue I have with it it won't remain fun unless there's more stuff to do, right? Like, this is sure. going to have to be something that where they're dropping, you know, DLC. Like, for the story, the campaign, they're going to need to drop something really quick. So I can see that you could probably burn through this story in probably two days, if even that, you know? Okay, but this is only a demo, right? You only have a demo. How long How long do they estimate the, the length of the game is going to be? Or they haven't even said that. They you haven't know, even said that. Is, is, there, is there an idea or a... Uh, a plan for end game content is there is there you know what is so, what is the end game so when it was uh, initially when they allowed uh, a lot of content creators or uh, reviewers to come in and play it prior to this demo mm -hmm. they uh, they had spoken to them uh, confidentially about this stuff and a lot of people expressed the same concern as like okay if the campaign is as they describe it and it's just going to be more dlc stuff the initial campaign is going to be really short to answer your question no i haven't seen anything on how long the actual game is going to be but the buzz on the streets, them streets is, we're probably looking at another very short game. Now, for me personally, the division playing with you guys only was short because I was playing with you guys. Had I just played by myself, I'd probably still be playing that game right now, right? Mm, it's only be, the division from start to finish is only thirty hours ish, thirty thirty five hours. Man, we say that like it's like it's nothing, but I and I know that it isn't, but it's like thirty five hours. That's not Could much. It's less. It, 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 that is. What is that? Two dollars an hour for for your time, right? Grand Theft Auto, the full story. I mean, it's speed run in like five hours now. But you, the full the full Grand Theft Auto experience, you want to do all the the, the side missions in the full story. It's like a hundred hours. That's it. You just you just said, oh, we say thirty five hours. Like that's not a not a lot. And then I said a hundred, and you said that's it. Like yeah, well, be I consistent am, here. No, my inference is that we say 35 hours like it's not a lot, but it's it actually not. is quite but it is quite a bit of time. From my perspective, 35 hours of your life employed is quite a bit of time to be doing that. Now, if you're someone who's just playing video games, like, yeah, absolutely. You could bang out 35 hours easy in your mom's basement. No problem. 35 hours is nothing. Just get you'll get right through it. But for people that actually 
aren't just doing that all day long, that's quite a bit of time to focus on a video game. I mean, I guess, right? But the the point is, is what's the end of this game going to be like, right? Um, is there going to be PvP? That's a good question. It actually probably doesn't look like it's going to be very good for PvP. Things with like the uh, superpowers like this seems like it has, in my opinion, does not do well for PvP because it's too lopsided towards that. Um, I like I like a pure gunplay. Now the funny thing about the superpowers are the classes. So you get to be a uh, you know a pyro, techno, and uh, there's one that's really interesting. The one that the the class I'm playing was just kind of like luck is the best way to describe it. Okay. Which is an inter- which is an interesting one. Uh, what does it do? What do you mean? Uh, luck? I would I would have to go through, but in a comic, it's it's very similar to a comic book character's power that just has the ability to be lucky and regain attributes through combat it's interesting it's it's very interesting the only thing i want to know more about this game is why they didn't just have a like an actual uh, protagonist like i understand being able to build your your own character but i think sometimes games benefit from just having a protagonist that actually has like a backstory centered and unique for that person for that playable character you know what i'm saying like actually having a story that that character is rooted in sure I get that. So I'm looking at the classes. Devastator is a tank. Pyromancer Oof. is a conjurer. Technomancer is a support class. And Trickster is a, trickster. a close range hit and run. Is that what you're playing as a trickster? I'm playing as a trickster, yes. It's interesting because <laughs> it's just an it's just an interesting concept. Very interesting concept. So but what, the game is what fine. You, I'm trying to understand what you mean by like luck based on it. I'm, I'm so, looking at this stuff. So it says that uh, the more enemies that are closer to you, you heal uh, and extend yeah. shields. So I was listening to one of the devs dis- describe what the inspiration for this b- behind that specific class was. He was like, just trying to imagine a character that you would say was able to get through most skirmishes in a close uh, close combat. It was like there are attributes to that character that allow you not to get hit. That you know what I'm saying, like the movement a lot. Their movement allows you sure. not to get pinned sure. down as easily. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to read through this ability, the class thing. Uh, teleport behind them. It's fun, man. You should give it a whirl. Not without being able to turn motion blur off. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like motion blur. It, it makes games look awful. I hate when the fringes of the screen don't look good. There was one thing that was really creeping me out about the game. <laughs> it was looking at the character's hair. I'm like, why is we're in a spaceship? Where's that air coming from? Why is this hair <laughs> moving that way? Obviously. That was also another thing, man. The generic that I, I know I mentioned this, but that's the part that so I just went through the character customization. I was like, well, let's see how many hairstyles there are. Well, how many scars? How deep does this thing actually go? And I'm like, ah yeah, this is this is pretty bad. But it is a post-apocalyptic scenario. So I guess people aren't really worried about their fashion. You know, they're not worried about what they're Listen, blow-ups. the only thing that I know about being in a post-apocalyptic scenario, it's all about looking ah. good. It's all about looking good. That was our yeah. motto and our rule in DayZ. If you didn't look good, you weren't part of the group. Listen, have you seen the latest Mad Max movie? No. The remake? Oh, um, it's yes. All, it's, it's yeah, all the uh, Fury Road. Yes, it's, it's all about good. It's all about looking yeah. good. It's, it's all, all about, about getting the spray paint and getting your grill going. Yes, yes. It's all about drinking water through a, a metal gag. That's what life is about, folks. That's I, I, not, I agree wholeheartedly. 
<laughs> Apparently, that uh, no, I'm about to go on a tangent, but Charlie Theron and uh, Tom Hardy did not have the best time making that movie with each other, and it was extremely really? awkward every day on the set. Yeah, they utterly loathed each other, and I'm just like, what? I couldn't think of two weirder people to hate each other. Right? Like, what, what was that initial conflict like? <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird you know one. <laughs> like, screw this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done, I'm done with you, lady. I'm ha- I'm having a good time now. Yeah. So I will report into you once I've finished it because I do have some obvious. Like it's it you know it has the patterns of some of the things that unfortunately you ruined me for or enlightened me about games where it's like oh I could see this. See, this is already going to be an issue. This is going to be an issue, and then you know, <laughs> just the typical, the t- typical things, right? Like my my worries are: what's the content going to be like? What's next? So I I am going to buy the game when it actually comes out because I want to know how the story concludes. I want to play through all that stuff, sure, and see how it goes, man. But right now, not overly a bunch of negative comments. Some people were saying that they're a bit underwhelmed, but not having a bad experience sure. by the demo so, so it's, it's a demo right you, you could you could base an opinion off of a demo but very very you know the beginning of opinion um yeah i'd have to see more i'd have to see more i need to see a uh, motion blur off button um and then i'll play the, i'll play the game right uh, it's, that's not that big of a deal um i just don't want another division scenario where it's a week's worth of a week's worth of playtime, and then there's nothing to do for six months until they release a DLC to add something into the game. Uh, I really, really hate that that methodology of of making games now. Where all right, we're gonna give you the cover art, right. and nothing else. You get you get nothing else until <laughs> nine months from now, and we're gonna make you pay for it. And I really, really don't like that. I I hate it a lot. And don't you send us any emails requesting anything. Yeah. I don't want to hear from you people after we get your money. I don't want to see you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it is, dude. It's exactly what it is. It's like, hey, we're going to give you half a game and then release the other half of it over the next two years while we develop the next game. You know what the sad thing is, man, is that I wish that we were just joking about this, right? You know, there's a point. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not joking at all. I'm, I'm not joking at all. I'm very serious. And, and it's an, it's a plague in the uh, the development of games. It's like release a full game. Don't give me half of the game with plans for other things and a roadmap. If I see another fucking roadmap from a game, I'm, I'm going to scream. I can't stand looking at roadmaps and what we're going to do in 2022. Yeah, and yeah, No, no, no. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck is in the game right now? Give it to me. Why isn't all of this stuff in it right oh, now? For a second. If you ask that question at the Q&A, what's in the game right now? They would have you escorted. Yeah, I would be, I would be kicked out. That's why I don't get invited to these events. You know, that's why I don't get invited to these events. That's why I didn't get invited to BlizzCon, you know. Like, all right, well, why are we only remaking games? And why, where's the new shit, Blizzard? Get him out! Get him out of here! Get him out of here! COVID's really hard. We're sorry. It's like, shut up. <laughs> you know what, though, man? I, I will say this. Your money, you're right, right? Your money, you're yeah, right. I mean, oh, your money, your money, you're right. But you, you know, I, I think a lot more people should stand up for that. Now, me, don't, don't be like your uncle Steve, man. I am week i'm going to see the eternals when it comes out even though i know that's a marvel filler movie right i'm going to go see it Aren't they're gonna get my marvel movies filler movies no 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 i'm gonna go see captain marvel 2 i saw captain marvel 1 knowing that that movie was not going to answer any questions when i went in there <laughs> i was just like please just yeah. take my money and get me to my seat right away <laughs> <laughs> i'm the same way with video games and i should show more discipline but i think if we all band together and we just resisted 
some other simp would step right into our spot <laughs> and get our game, dude. I missed out on the opportunity to buy a PlayStation Five, folks, and uh, I'm I'm pretty upset about it. But, Did you? You know, what? yeah. Why? I didn't get to work quick enough. Is essential. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I'm pretty upset about it. So at this point, you know, Blizzard can have my money. Anyone that wants it can have my money. If as long as I don't miss out on another thing, I don't. I'm I'm dying from FOMO over here. <laughs> For what though? You have a PlayStation Four. You have the same I shit. <laughs> I know, man. I I know. That's what I'm saying. I am the guy that's keeping these companies in business. Like it's literally it's me and the other guys like me. It's like and they get and they get my money. They send me emails. And I'm like, oh man. Well, I, I, I guess I could sign up for that. <laughs> yeah. Days gone on PC. That sounds like <laughs> Dude, I, that was really funny. That was really funny when I when I sent that to you. It. Yeah, I almost choked on my coffee. <laughs> It's a great game coming out for PC. I think you'll be really interested. It's called Days Gone. I'm like, I bought that shit. <laughs> and played and eight minutes the, of it. I bought the bundle. <laughs> oh, don't buy the, you can't buy the bundle on a new IP. Don't do that, right? Like there, there's movie. like nine misses for one hit. How many games had to be sacrificed for The Last of Us to be such a good game? You know? <laughs> The entire second half of the Uncharted series. You know what? If there was an altar where they're sacrificing games on behalf of Days Gone, that would actually be amazing. No, <laughs> Days Gone that, is the one that got, that got sacrificed. Dude, you know what? Here's the crazy, crazy, crazy part about that is that game had been delayed so many times. When I went back to go look at the original trailer that I saw for it, the original gameplay, <laughs> like, trailer it was so long ago i couldn't believe it hadn't been released yet this has got nothing to do with outriders but we are commiserating over the state of games i you know blizzcon state of play if we had actually we took that shit out so we'll just re we'll reference it for a second was anyone overwhelmed by state of play were you were you completely enamored by it let us know in the comments we're not going i mean there was a nintendo that. thing recently too um with two new Pokemon games coming out, I guess. And okay. they called one of them open world, but they're all fucking open world games, so I don't understand what that meant. Um, <laughs> I couldn't care any fucking less, dude. That's the problem, man. That's how this business practice stays up. It, you know, it's monologue. There is no dialogue at these things, man. No. There <laughs> is no dialogue. They usher everyone out before the Q&A starts. Like, all right, guys, Q&A in 40 minutes, and... Uh, <laughs> Free hot dogs outside right now, and then they lock the doors after everyone gets after everyone's out. That one See, guy I've tries to stay in. They're like, "Go get your hot dog," and then they start hitting him with a broom. Like it's, dude. The Q and A's are always curated. You always have to submit your questions first. Like, yeah, you never get to ask the hard stuff. And when you do, they don't ever answer it. They're like, "Well, this," and then, "Well, this other thing," and then, uh, "Well, there was that one time." And uh, like, no, no, Jimmy, we don't care about any of that. Where's the new shit? Like, well, Diablo 2 remastered and it also original good. Hearthstone. It looks good. And no news oh. about Diablo 4. Oh, and that game that we are releasing that you've been waiting for? We're pushing that one back. That one got and we changed. delayed. <laughs> oh, and also we changed the name of it and it's no longer an MMO. It's yeah. now a soccer game. Like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this happening to me, God? You know what, though, man? It's a, 
it's the same in most of these industries, man. Except I would say it's a little bit different with comics because uh, you know, comic fans are a bit volatile, have been known to rage at the stage. They will attack that place if they don't get their uh, unfiltered question answered. But this is the state of video games that we're in right now, man. Now, I've been meaning to ask you this all day. Is there actually a game for Zach, our resident expert, is there anything you're looking forward to on the horizon? Nope. I mean, Folks. I was looking forward to New World until it got delayed again. Um, oh, did it? Yeah, it got delayed till August. Um, yeah. It was supposed to come out in April. So that, that checks it off my list. Um, <laughs> I'll probably buy it because I, I played the demo or played the alpha or whatever and really liked it. And uh, I'll be one of the day one suckers and get screwed on that one. Uh, it's been a while since I got, since I got screwed on a game. No, there's not really much. There's not even anything really out right now that I'm super excited in playing. Like, it's a really, really weak time for games. No interest in playing anything right now. It's time for you to get your Street Fighter on, man. Get your gold up. I'm even less interested for that. We'll get you a uh, bandana that you can wear with Ryu on it. And you got to get one of those button-down shirts with Akuma on the back for sure. You know, with the flames and stuff like that. You can only wear cargo shorts when you wear those type of clothes too. Cargo shorts are comfortable. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I have so many pockets. I can carry so many things. Um, no, I mean I'm I'm excited for the next next patch, like uh, nine point the nine point one patch for Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few updates coming out for RuneScape that I'm excited for, um, but other than that, uh, there's nothing I really care about right now. Um, they're remaking Pokemon games for the Switch, Diamond and Pearl. I played them years and years and years ago. I don't even remember them. But I think those are the ones that were super slow paced. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know of anything else. I, don't, I literally, there's no new IPs coming out. Like yeah. New World and Ashes of Creation. And Ashes of Creation will never come out in the way that they say it will. And uh, New World got delayed again. Those are the only two that I can really kind of call offhand, right? Um, I really do think that the gaming industry is taking cues from television right now. And television and film, they're like, no, no, no. Did you say new? That's your first problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Remake. Yeah. Rebuild. Rebrand. Reship. Repackage. (laughs) Yeah, I don't (laughs) reimagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly really trying to think of anything coming up that I'm super, super excited for. And, uh... I don't necessarily have anything offhand that I would even care about. Like, even things like Fringe would care about. Like, normally it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to pay attention to this thing and just see where it goes. I don't know. There's, you know, and even when you go on Twitch and look what everyone is playing, everyone's playing this Valheim game. I have very, very little. I have very, very little interest in it. Um, it is a survival game without any of the fun aspects of survival games, which is PvP. Um, and then everyone, everyone's back on Grand Theft Auto roleplay. Uh, everyone's playing the normal league, and it's about it. And Valorant, man, that that's really like it right now. That's kind so, of what's dominating Twitch. So Outriders is something I've been looking forward to. Obviously, you know, it's me and the other 399 people still playing Avengers. Maybe it's we're probably down to 395 by the time Zach looks it up now. <laughs> but I'm obviously looking forward to the Hawkeye DLC. And uh, oh, but, you know, a bit of controversy for them as well. Instead of moving further away from the debacle, which was the Spider-Man exclusive on Sony, 
everyone's thinking it's Hawkeye, then it's Black Panther. Unite the community, give the people something. 361, about, right? 361 right now. Lego Avengers, though, 105. <laughs> We're still beating them. But it's uh, probably a better game. <laughs> the Lego games are really, really good. I, my son loves them. I just can't get into them. They're so good, dude. They're fun. They're fun games. Um, So they decided, instead of releasing Black Panther for Avengers next, that they're going to do the Spider-Man <laughs> DLC for the PlayStation community first. <laughs> and I was just like, well, oh, there no. goes 200 playable people right um, there. <laughs> the, ne the next best thing that they could do with that is uh, release it on the one-year anniversary of Chadwick Boseman passing. That's that that's be... the next best thing that they could do with that, which is in August. Um, so I doubt that they can make the time frame, but no, no, they're not. But the the thing about the the Black Panther DLC, if it's to be, if you if we're gonna believe the developers in regards to Avengers and uh, Black Panther, this is gonna be like the big DLC. Like it's not just gonna be like a few missions added. It's supposed to be like. Like essentially, like three maps, which is now that I have to say that out loud, <laughs> sounds like three three maps sounds like three missions to me. Yeah, when I, as soon as I said that, I was like, wait, now that I have to say that out loud. But it's supposed to be it's supposed to be intense, folks. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm so freaking depressed when I think about this stuff. And I just like I can't I can't anymore. But I'm going to let us know in the comments what you think. Um, I am happy about one thing that we're going to talk about here, but. Again, it's going to make me unhappy in a second. I know that you enjoy a good movie experience like myself. Uh, when you okay, were occasionally, occasionally, occasionally. We we went to go see Joker together. Ate a burger that was way too big, way it too was quickly. Really good. It was three really patties, three patties I believe it was with eggs and two. bacon on I it. I think it was only I actually think it was just one really big one. No, no, no. Yeah, see, the, the the iron in the in the burger has gotten to you. I'm pretty sure it was three. Or oh, it felt like three. It was huge. It was huge. We went to go see Joker. Had a great time. I loved that experience, I'm man. I'm really looking at their menu right now. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what was the name of it? It was like the uh, something to do with sobering Europe, I assume, is the name of that type uh, of burger. But uh, Governor Cuomo, your favorite person on Earth. The Cure has, Burger. A grilled yeah. eight-ounce Angus beef burger was it one patty one patty oh my god I think american was... cheese applewood smoked bacon it's eight ounces of meat that's why fried egg smashed tater tots caramelized onions <laughs> served on a toasted bun Ugh. that's a 15 dollar burger holy shit yeah <laughs> when other countries think about bombing america it's because of things like that right you know it's like oh, they're, it's so good. they're trying to get drinking water and we're over here like you know <laughs> caramelized onions on my eight ounce burger <laughs> could you smash some uh, some some hash browns on there but governor oh, Cuomo, sounds so good it was delicious runny eggs folks best burger i've yes. had in quite some time yeah it was really really good cuomo's opening up the theaters in the city i assume at some point that's going to mean new york state as well okay i have i have some mixed feelings on this like movie th movie theaters and movie theaters broadway too or no uh, you know what? That's a good question. I doubt it. I, I when they, I saw this article, it was just in front of a place that used to be called AMC, AMC, I believe it's pronounced. And uh, it looks like it's, <laughs> he saved them. 
but I have, I have mixed feelings on this, right? One, I would be extremely happy to be able to go see a movie, right? I would I would love nothing more than be able to take my family out, you know, get some popcorn, just do it up big. The problem with that is, right, it's probably not going to be the same viewing experience that we're used to. I have to assume that this is going to be a very regulated experience, which is fine. We all 25% capacity. How many? 25%. There's no, they're not profiting um, at 25% capacity. There's no way. You can't, no. I don't think you can profit at 25% capacity. You know what they were doing for a while was uh, renting out the theaters at an absorbent oh, price. I feel like we could, I feel like we could do that. We should, write, we should rent out a theater. That sounds fun. That was a good idea. Now, the problem with this whole scenario is, yeah, I see it too. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, see what? Maybe you don't. Now, never mind. If you don't see it, we're doing good, folks. We're good. No, I, I know uh, that your camera is blurry as shit, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> you forced me into saying it. See? No, no, you, you didn't say anything. I said it. <laughs> That's a good point. Your Honor, I like to put that in the record there. Uh, the whole thing about this, though, man, is like, and I'm trying <laughs> to like, like beat everyone down with this, man. 25% capacity. Yeah, this is very. This is it. This is the end, right? This is the last ditch effort to revitalize an industry that I think is never going to recover from this. Not the way that we remember it. I I fully expect AMC. They just got their last loan, I believe, to keep the lights on and to keep the doors open and to pay people. They're going to be pulling back in their staff. I don't see how they make this work. It made me happy when I first heard it. But I just don't know how they're going to make it work. And then I start thinking about the fact that, okay, I guess you can do the res, uh, re reserve seats, you know, but actual production companies are going to want to see a better return than 25%. Everyone's going to have to adjust their business model for this to even be worth anyone's wild, especially with streaming the way it is. Now, the yeah. one thing that the theaters do have in their favor, a lot of actors, as we've, as we've learned from the debacle from HBO Max, a lot of actors and studios, secondary studios, they want their movies released in theaters, no matter what. They're like, I don't. That's the reason that uh, the Black Widow movie hasn't come out yet. They're like, release in the theater. That's okay. the reason people sued HBO Max, Legendary, obviously over the whole Kong Godzilla situation. They're like, no, you need to either pay us or release it in the theater. So that's the one thing they're holding on to, man. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say about this. What do you think, Zach? You are the one with the business mind. Um, here's here's what I think. You can't be profitable as a movie theater chain at 25% capacity. I'm not sure you can be profitable at 40% capacity, right? I think you right. probably break even around 50. Um, and a company that runs non-profitable like Tesla uh, is known to do really well in stocks. So we'll see where it goes, I guess. I have no idea. Um, I didn't know that this was happening. I don't care. Uh, I am not going to be going to any sort of uh, movie theater anytime soon. Um, I don't find interest in it. I don't like the ex exorbitant uh, prices for food um, yeah. at those at those establishments. Uh, but I do like being able to sneak food in. That is a plus. Um, <laughs> don't you just feel like you got away with the crime of the year when you do that? No, 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 no. But... But but opening a Chipotle burrito and eating it inside the movie theater next to some idiot who has popcorn that paid the same price as I did for my burrito is is such a power move.
that it is uh it is it is wonderful it is wonderful um and tom in the chat i do think that they only really ever made a super big profit on concession items i do think that is the case um you know that's that's fair um i actually do i actually disagree i think people in a theater is what makes the theater experience what it is um because the, the excitement and the the sadness and the laughter and the and the horror is is in some movies is a really good group experience, um, yeah. but I I I think it's a bad idea to open them back up at twenty five percent. Let's get to a point where we can open it up at fifty or seventy five percent capacity and then go from there. You're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. These companies are gonna lose more money because they're gonna have to rehire people to work these at work at these places yep. and then run at a loss. And this yep. uh, is really trying to get these guys really out of business. Yeah. Uh, speaking of running at a loss, you have to remember like their overhead specifically this was something I was talking to someone else about. So you look at a theater like AMC on 42nd Street, they still have to pay their rent. They have, they're not getting right. Right, 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 right. And so there's the, the landlords making no uh, <laughs> making no allowances, if you will, for the situation. That means they're going further and further into debt because they will extend credit. And they're like, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll pay it back eventually. But we, yeah, I'm going to have to tack that on to last month's as well. And right. that's the and that's the the really horrible thing. Also, they still have to pay out to the production companies, man. They still yeah. have to meet, and it's a, no one's adjusting their business model. I'm just agreeing with everything you said in a very long form way, but I really don't understand why Cuomo released this information and he made people maybe because he's his own personal problems right now. He's like, hey, I'm opening the theaters back up, baby. Forget about that other thing that's going on. You can go see a movie if there's anything playing. If anyone actually shows up to work that day, because they're not considered essential workers and they won't be getting vaccines, <laughs> it's a horrible state of affairs, man. Yeah, I don't understand it, man. I don't. I, I really, really don't understand it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, the uh, Hollywood will get their bo box office numbers again coming in. It'll be very, very low. Um, Except for China. Interesting thing. China's theaters have been up and running for quite some time, and that is where Hollywood is banking their money for most of their releases. They are looking to make up something on the back end sure. in China. Sure. I'm sure. That's kind of how, that's where they make a lot of their money anyway, right? Like that's where all you know, a lot of these places are catering a lot of a lot of their stuff now is China. Um, because it's a huge market. Because there's two is there two billion Chinese people in China? versus 300 million americans something like that yeah but not all 200 not too you know not all of those people are going to go see your movie or there's a bigger potential say. it's a bigger ceiling um the last box i'm trying to think what was the last box office that really caught in china i can't remember it pacific rim was it really probably there's one point no. 1.4 billion people in china no, no, I'm saying I'm, th I'm trying to think of the last thing that killed it in their theaters. I know they just had a move, one of their own domestic movies that absolutely murdered in the theaters over there. No pun intended, but like they abs it absolutely slayed. I actually caught up to Avengers Endgame in their market in that regard. Made the news. No one cared. Did it? <laughs> Didn't make it to me. <laughs> no one cared. I saw it while I was scrolling through Twitter. I was like, oh man, look at that. <laughs> Do not like. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to hear how good their economy is doing one more time, I will uh, not I will be in shit happy. everywhere and cry myself to sleep again. 
God, fucking third time this day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, we're, folks. We're not pooing on China. No, we are. We're, we're shitting on China. We're, we're, shitting, we're shitting on China. On China. It's, a, it's a shitty place run by shitty, pe- even shittier people. Uh, I'm sure the people who live there are fantastic. I'm sure they are. But the but the people who run that uh, dumpster fire are even worse people. Absolutely, they're horrible. dumpster fire people, and that should be saying something. Dumpster fire people. As a people group, the dumpster fire people not recognized. They're bottom the tier. <laughs> Who's above the dumpster fire people? Met- right crackheads. You were going to say methods, but then you were like, no. No, methods, methods are below. are one step under. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to really think about that one. <laughs> I'm going to steal all that shit. Back. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get to the dumpster fire? That shit's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Get a pretty pity for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> often. Uh, thank you, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last one. You got. You got to let me know what's going on with this, this one. Not the last I have... one. There's. A, there's a. There's one way up there. Oh no! Let's go to that one. This is the one. I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to put on my uh, Buzz Killington for you right now. But Nancy Pelosi is the gift that keeps on giving. In the history of American politics, I'm sure she's going to go down as infamous as her dad, who was also a corrupt politician. But she just did something that uh, is not unconstitutional, but just unheard of. She recently, her and a few other senators, just asked Joe Biden, a man who's acutely aware of where he's at every day of the week, to turn over his nuclear codes to them as a way to establish a new checks and balance system where the Senate would be in control of the nuclear codes and not the president. Now, the way they framed this was that it should be more of a communal decision when we decide to fire off the nukes. Now, no one wants nuclear war. It's bad for the planet, bad for everyone involved. Not something that we can easily recuperate from. You know, they start shooting off nukes, we shoot off nukes, and that's pretty much, you know, Yahtzee and the game's over. I get the spirit behind this, but it just doesn't make any sense because in that crunch moment, you don't actually want a room full of people to make that decision. You don't want another situation where there could be gridlock where we have to defend ourselves. And I'm not advocating for nuclear war. But what I am saying is I don't want the people who can't... Okay, let me put it this way. I don't want the woman who cost us trillions but got us billions and stimulus money to be any anywhere near this scenario. I just... I don't. And I think that I know what this is really about. I would like to hear Zach's thoughts before I go fully down the rabbit hole on this. But this has nothing to do with Joe Biden himself as a president. Now, if they would have came out and said they believe that he's debilitated and he's unable to make these type of decisions, then well, maybe then a lot they would of have to would they have to use that uh, amendment that they tried to use against Trump at the at the end of yep. his term, right? At the same time, yep. right? Yes. Um, so here's the here's the deal, right? I don't think nuclear war will ever happen again. Um, I don't think a, another another offensive or defensive nuclear missile will ever be used. Um, mm-hmm. But the codes are a super secret thing, right? Right. But technically, the the president of the United States is the head of the military, um, yep. so that's that's kind of where they deserve it, and they, they belong in that office. 
Um, I don't think the Senate deserves it. I, I don't know. The Senate's kind of the, the people who have gotten us, uh, us into a number of uh, unneeded wars, although we're getting ourselves into one right now, uh, uh, evidently, uh, in Iran and Syria or Iraq and Syria, wherever the hell it is. Um, yeah, not not a big fan of... Uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's it's an unnecessary adjustment for the sake of adjustment and that's all that it ultimately is i don't think there's a need for didn't like that trump had him to be fair don't like that biden has him now don't like that any president ever has access to a to a, a nuclear arsenal like that um right. but it has it has stayed in the hands of the president for you know how many presidents in a row now and i don't think that 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 needs to change ultimately yeah i mean i would i agree with everything you said i would further elaborate on it this is more just political posturing here's the scary thing right we've gotten to a place in american politics where the chief concern is no longer how will this impact the country and globally this decision it's how can we prevent this guy from coming back in so we you know how do we stop him from doing anything if he occupies office again and i just think that's playing fear man isn't there some old sport adage that you would have learned in hockey where your coach explains to you not to play fear like scared or something like that like it, I, it's the same in fighting like well, I never you don't hockey. what did you, you soccer and baseball right i play a lot of baseball yeah coach ever talked to you about playing scared no i never i never had fear you heard it here folks <laughs> zach feels no fear um I feel like the, I feel like the Dems are playing scared in this situation, man. And uh, what's really, really uh, hard about about this whole entire thing is that this plays out on the world stage, man. It's one thing. Political theater is one thing. Every country does it. Every country's guilty of it. But this plays out on the world stage, and it's led by a person who has no more concern about it being in the hands of someone that's morally correct, and more so to do with the shift of power now. I'm not a conspiracy theorist to the point where I'm like, hey, deep state, that type of stuff. I wouldn't say that, you know, anyone that believes in that is a complete psycho. There's some compelling evidence for it. But this is the type of stuff that makes people believe in that. Right. So it's hard to deprogram a bunch of QAnon people when you start seeing stuff like this. And they're like, well, hey, what about that? And it's like, no, no, no. You're looking at that from the wrong angle. And they're like, OK, well, what about that? I'm like, still. You're looking at this from the wrong angle. They're like, well, I think they're trying to jockey for power. And I'm like, no, no, you're looking at the wrong angle. It's like, well, I just read an article that Nancy Pelosi wants to take the codes away from the president. I'm like, all right, well. Right, they're all jockeying for power, and that's what they always are. That's what they're yeah. always doing, right? Politicians don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about me. They don't give a shit about any of us, right? They, they care about uh, power and money, and that's why you want to be in a position like that. There's no other reason. Yeah. Now, is there a way that we could infiltrate? Because I assume that the buffets they have at these gatherings when they make these type of brainiac decisions is probably top tier. How can talking with a dad find our? How can we find ourselves as an organization in a place where we can get some of those like really fancy crackers that they probably have at these events? Do you have to file? Like, for, would, can we file for like a media license? What the fuck? Like I don't even know. Like we could just show up in like fucking cool hats and like suits and shit and say that we're media and like just flash press just be like all right uh i have some shit around here i'll take a question from the two gentlemen with the barnacles in their eyes <laughs> so got press press i'm pressing like sir is that a is that a labs key card from escape from tarkov press it says press i'm press uh sir where's the new shit <laughs> 
feel like, uh, Mr. Neenan, we're going to have to uh, ask you to have your friend stop eating all the free shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we That's that all that up. we have. <laughs> There's no more in the back. There is no second wave of this. Please get him away from that. <laughs> I'm taking free shrimp, crackers, wine, anything they got, man. I'm also stealing stuff if I ever make it into the White House. I mean, you know, not in an insert steal. Conservative African American, he'd probably be a card carrying man, GOP poster child. No, Tom, here's the problem, right? I would be considered a classical conservative, so I would say something that would get me sat on the bench with Ben Sassy, uh, Ben Sass, really quick. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, you need to uh, splare your allegiance to uh, Agent Orange right now. I just don't think the man's a saint. Actually, I'll go one further. I think he's an idiot. I'm terrified of what the country will look like. To, you don't have to think that he's a certified idiot. I, I I am absolutely terrified for what the country would look like if he made it back into office, dude. It's like that game you beat where you thought you beat the main boss, and then he somehow crawls back into the ship. And you have one hit point left, and you're like, what is happening right now? I thought this guy was dead. No, he's never dead. He's uh, he's always slurking around. It's just Twitter's a much lose. more boring place since he got banned, for sure, though. <sighs> Every once in a while, I click on my Polar app just to see if something happens. <laughs> Just to see if did like, they find a new right. did they find a new host? No, they're da- they're down, man. They are they're down down. They uh, there was some talk about someone in India or something or in the Middle East or something like that, but nothing came of it. I assume that they were they were done for. Yeah, it's it's been back online since February fifteenth. That app is not working. I'm gonna click on it right now. Not that I actually am a you know card carrying member of Parlor or anything like that. Social network, Parlor. Yeah, it's been reported by by multiple people that on the on February fifteenth they found the new host and it's been back online. Let's see, Let's see if it works. I mean, CNET reported on it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the political stuff is is super shitty right now. Uh, Biden's making a really strong case for uh, Trump twenty twenty four at the moment. Um, maybe the strongest case I've, I've seen for uh, the first month of a presidency um, has but gone. That's entirely the fault of Biden. People who voted for Biden, like you, I I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hold the fire to them for a second. Sure. Like if you if you fell for that, if you actually thought for a second that he was actually gonna do something that he doesn't have the power to do that he was going to get you $15 an hour. No, that's dead. It's dead in the water. If you actually thought that he was going to fight for that stimulus check at 2000, this it's dead in the water. He's not going to do any of the things that he said he was going to do. And that's the, fr- the frustrating thing. It's not so much the politicians because I expect them to act out in their, their nature. It's the people who fall for the shit. It's the yeah. people who champion these causes. And I'm like, you're not only willfully de- delusional, but you're also deluding other people. Mm-hmm. The, the numbers don't add up. You know what I'm saying? The policies don't even make sense. Like every time they introduce a new stimulus bill, there's always a bunch of shit in there that I know for a fact isn't going to get passed and it's going to drag everything else down with it. And it's the, that's just the way it's going to be. Now, you might, we might get to 1400, and I wouldn't even be mad if that actually only made it to the people who were actually destitute. And actually needed at this point. I was look, watching a, a segment on um, CNN and just looking at some people down in the Texas area, you know, who aren't going to bounce back for months after the storm, right? Sure. If there was a way we could just get those people the money, 
right? The people who couldn't afford to get out people and get generators. Like, if we can get those businesses money, get them back up and running, get the businesses in low-income neighborhoods back up and running, then I would have some faith in this whole system. But as it stands right now, you know, the filibuster's still in place, and they're just going to keep doing the same thing that they always do. And there's no chance I'm ever going to get any free shrimp from this place. So it's a it's a sad state of affairs, man. That's a that's a uh, <laughs> that's a statement, man. It is. It's just like the everything is just it's so bleak right now. Like there's not really too much to look forward to in fucking gaming. Uh, there's not really much forward to look forward to in in, in theater and uh, movies and television shows there's not really too much going on right now not really too much to look forward to and it's kind of shitty actually uh i don't fuck you're talking about man things are looking great on disney plus i'm sorry yeah but (laughs) on some fucking superhero bullshit that tons of people like but it's it's not really great theater it doesn't have to be great theater there's shit to look forward to in that space that's the one space that there's actually stuff to look forward to march is going to be absolutely insane i'm going to get to watch a monkey what a stick fight a, a dinosaur that breathes fire. That's blue. But we've seen it already. This is just another remake. We haven't seen this fight. All right, I got I got another one for you. You're going to get to watch on HBO Max, if you have it, Matrix 4. Keanu Reeves, No man. one asked for it. Matrix 3 was bad. No, no, I, I th- there's obviously something wrong with your hearing. HBO Max. Okay. You will also get to watch. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if you're ready for it. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're if you're in for this. I'm in you for it. Watch. Maybe <laughs> you'll get to watch Tenet before. You, no, not what is Tenet? Tenet? Okay, okay. Let me get. You, I got another pitch for you. HBO Max. You'll what be able to watch the original Batman cartoon. You know what Tenet is? Nolan's Christopher Nolan's movie. No, what is this? Oh, it's supposed to be amazing. A secret agent is given a single word as his weapon and sent to prevent the onset of World War Three. Wow, that sounds fucking awful. It's got Denzel Washington's son in it, man. He's a national treasure. When is that? John David Washington? Yes. That's Denzel's son. Don't care. <laughs> when Denzel shrivels up and dies, that's who's going to take over. And uh, I don't know about you, man, but if, if the world's coming to an end, I just want to make sure these people are safe before anything falls apart. I want Denzel on the boat. I want Morgan Freeman on the boat. I want Harrison Ford on the boat. I want The Rock on the boat. I Have want... you named anyone under 50 yet? No, none of you people deserve to live. I want it uh, includes you, idiot. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't deserve to live. I, want, <laughs> I mean, fair uh, enough. <laughs> I want to uh, let's bring, you know, let's get Betty George White. Carlin. No, she's done for. She wouldn't want to get on this. this she's almost a hundred, dude. She's still looking pretty spry though for a hundred. Okay, spry is not a sexual statement. Like she's still, <laughs> she's able to move around and stuff. Okay. Why is your Why'd your mind go to the dirtiest place? I, what did, do you think I didn't say anything like that. I just, I, I mean, she looks old as shit because she's almost a hundred. Um, <laughs> she's got good Twitter fingers, man. Who Who else were you saying there? You want George Carlin's dead body? I want George Carlin's dead body on there. Uh, I would like to make sure that the creators of uh, American Dad, Seth MacFarlane, and all the voice actors want them on the boat as well. Going to need some comedy. Uh, can we scrap sure. them and, and get the South Park guys instead? 
Because South Park is way better than everything at South, South McFarland. Only based. if they repent for basketball, basketball, whatever that movie was. They'd have to they have to apologize before they're allowed on the boat. <laughs> Are you looking it up to see if they were the chief creators on that? <laughs> also, I think we make Bill Cosby eat all the jello pudding in before we let the whole infrastructure fall. That, fall it down. wasn't them. Who was it? Screenplay by David Zucker, Robert Locash, Jeff Wright, Lewis Friedman. Who are those people? I have no fucking idea. Are they in the movie? David Zucker is a director, producer, and screenwriter. Yeah. No, no. No. Who are the, what? Who are the two? Who are the two fellows that are the main stars of the movie? Uh oh shit! It is Matt Stone and Trey Parker. <laughs> 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 I thought you were talking about the directors. They weren't, dude. They didn't write the movie. They just played it. They still got up. Do we hate Tom it. Cruise for Cocktail? Yes, yes, we do. It's yes. the best movie ever made. <laughs> yes, we do. Actually, uh, no, we don't hate him for that. We do hate him for <laughs> it. Is, it is no, you know what? Tom Tom Cruise makes it just for Tropic Thunder. He's on the boat. Get him in there. Everything else, Tom, he has to Tom Cruise makes it for Tropic Thunder. Yeah, he was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, he was dog shit in Tropic Thunder, though. What? You're an absolute psychopath. He Tom was Cruise. Tom Cruise was amazing no, in Tropic. Robert, Robert Downey Jr. gets a pass for Tropic Thunder. Uh, he gets a pass, but I can't speak once he's on the boat. If I can't speak for his safety, right? I don't know what's gonna happen once he's actually on the boat. Fair. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? I have no idea, man. I have no idea anymore. But that was perfect that you did get to see that the South Park guys. Were they were just the actors. Yeah. They, they had nothing to do with anything. Dude, oh, imagine man. being the guy who has to do the music for some stupid shit like this. What, for the movie? Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. That would absolutely be horrible. Yeah, brutal. You're a newborn. Wow. I'm a newborn? You're a newborn. It's the last. That's the last movie he did music for. I kid you not. <laughs> it's the last thing he did movie music for. Not even TV or anything since. You know what's funny though, man. Uh, in regards to that movie, huge, huge cult following. People really love that. Movie. Yeah, people love that. When movie. I think of cult following movies, I think of like Super Troopers or like Office Space or like. No, that's the, that's the only two I think of when I think of cult followings. Uh, Super Troopers. I got to be honest, man. If there's ever a movie that should be considered, you know, those guys are in. Everyone involved with that movie. Oh, li- the, lizard, the Lizard Squad guys or whatever? Yeah, even though they made, they made that movie Club Dread, which wasn't that bad, but, you know, can't come off of Super Troopers with that. They're in as well. Oh. Tell me about this Twitter thing you got here, man. Twitter opens up the servers for charge for tweets. What is this? What's going on here? Um, so they, they have a service now where you can uh, set your Twitter account to for people to subscribe to it, f- five bucks or whatever, X amount of dollars a month. And uh, yeah, you can charge people to access your Twitter. <laughs> now, I had heard that they were doing something where basically it was going to be kind of a paid for service where you can get rid of advertisements and stuff like that and have a, a more uh, streamlined experience. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I'm in the place yet where I found anyone that I want to pay $5 a tweet for, 
$5 a month. It's not $5 a tweet. It's a subscription service. I'm not even sure if I'm there yet. I'm not sure if there's anyone that I find that influential where I'm like dying to hear what they have to say where I'm going to pay the $5 a month. Now, is it now maybe Morgan Freeman? Maybe Morgan Freeman. If he he's gets not a Twitter a, he's account, not a very good Twitter follower. Who, Morgan Freeman? You follow him? No. Oh, <laughs> if he gets a Twitter, yes. Apparently, Dion Work is also a very good Twitter follow. She uh, makes fun of rappers, new school and old school. I don't know who Go this check is. her out. I can't look at the uh, talking with a dad Twitter anymore. It's it's filled with conservative uh, propaganda. What? Because you went and followed a bunch of people, and now it's all political shit that I see on there. It's sad. It's sad. I can't look at it anymore. I I, I just I think I'm going to log out of it on my phone. <laughs> Does it have that much of an adverse effect on you? <laughs> You're like, ah, these people. Oh, yeah. I just, no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason for any of it. So $5 a month. Any other added benefits? Not that I saw. I, I didn't really read much past that. Because I was like, oh, I'm not going to pay for this. Goodbye. And then uh, I moved on with my life. That was it. That's all I wanted to say about it. I just think it's hilarious. There's going to be nine people on the platform who do it, and they're going to make zero money, and then have to turn that back off at some point. And uh, that's it. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see those people flop. <laughs> I'm not paying for anyone's. I'm not paying for a Twitter follower for anybody. Well, I would be interested to understand what's the spirit behind this, like, this was someone came up with this in a meeting and they thought that there was an avenue where there was a chance for increased revenue. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I get con, you know, paying a monthly fee to support a content creator. I'm not really sure if I get a monthly subscription for, uh, for a thought provoker, right? There's no one that there's not a Thomas soul or anyone like that. Any modern day philosopher that I would go, I would just pay him directly. I would buy his book, buy their papers. Right. Not sure. Not sure. I would pay Twitter. For the benefit of hearing their thoughts, especially if they can just, you know, can I find them on Facebook? Is there a chance that they still have a MySpace? Are they on SoundCloud? Probably. They're probably on all of these things because they're uh, they're people who think that they're important enough for other people to pay for their opinions, um, mm. which no one is, to be fair. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Support Talking With A Dad at Patreon.com. Support we our don't have a Patreon. Fans. We don't have a Patreon. We're never gonna have a Patreon. That that's that's no no. I don't want to <laughs> beg people for money. It's dumb. It's dumb. I enjoy doing the show. Uh, there's no reason to beg people for money to keep doing it. It's it's that's just bad business. Meet us at Forty Second Street, where we will be spinging at exactly five p.m. tomorrow. I am not going to Forty Second Street. Uh, I'm okay. I am curious in how like empty the city is. I, I'm I'm curious on what it looks like right now. But I am not going to go explore it for myself. <laughs> Actually, uh, when I hear from my family down there, it's a uh, it gets weird in places where because it's cold right now. Like Forty Second Street isn't as packed as it would normally be mm-hmm. right now. But we'll see how it is with the summer. A lot of people who were tourists and just moved there, relocated from other states, have already relocated back to their states. That is something that has happened. There's been a mass exodus. According to it has you know, to be. I wouldn't want to be cooped up in a in a tiny apartment in New York City right now, you know? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I do hope that the city makes a bounce back from this though, man. It's New York City. 
it's it's not it's not like it's going to disappear right there's always no. going to be tourists that are going to want to go to new york city there's always going to be business that are going to want to be in new york city new oh. york city will have zero new york city la chicago will have zero issues after uh people are are immunized immunized I don't think that's the word either. I don't think immunizes the word. Uh, everyone has their vaccines um, and people and we've moved on and it's just part of like a yearly flu shot or whatever. Right. I, I don't. I don't foresee New York City having any issues. So the only thing that they're really worried about in this scenario is the businesses floundering, which would be the reason that tourists would come. Right. So obviously, 42nd Street has businesses like the Disney store. They have. the. I don't know if Bubba Gump is still there. Those type of places have the cash flow behind them. But there are other things about New York below the 34th Street line that require like a, a different type of tourist to come to them, right? Or at least they used to be about New York, and that part is going to go away. So you'll get a lot more corporatized stuff. I don't think the city's ever going to be the same after this. I'm sure that you know we'll have more foreigners buying up more real estate, you know, and putting things in places that they weren't before. Is Obviously, it? the exit. The exodus to Brooklyn and Queens will continue, and then people will move further and further to boroughs and different parts of the boroughs yeah. that no one ever thought about living in. Like the fact that I hear people say that they live in Greenpoint is amazing to me. Like, oh, <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. But yeah, that's all I got, man. Me too. I think I think that's the conclude the ninety first episode of Talking with a Dad. Make sure to check us out on all of your social media and po- 